When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. <laughs> Charger Chat Country. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> What's oh, going God. on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldogs, in with my buddies, Kev Hug and Duggan. I love when Keenan Allen made fun of them today on social media. It made my, my life. I love you guys. That, Hi. That's the only reason why I brought it up. But let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. All right, gang. Well, uh, we've still got uh, training camp going on. It's happening. Pads are on. Pads Pads Let's go. We're seeing, we're seeing challenges. We're seeing uh, some interesting matchups. And we're going to talk all about it on this episode as well. As a Bolt Insight fan focus and a chunky monkey of an Ask Bolt fam. But let's, let's start this off. Looking over at Twitter, uh, Taylor Biscotti had this to say. Chargers have their first padded practice Monday. Derwin James is holding in until his contract is done. I'm told it's expected to be finalized any day now. I, I was having hope it was going to be today because you saw like Debo Samuel sign. You see all these guys yeah. signing. Usually when right. that happens, it's a flood. Right. It didn't happen. It just didn't happen for us today. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. It's just like, when is it going to be at the point where it's too, it's gone too far? Yeah. What? No, like, when do you think? Like this week, if it doesn't get done this week, is that just like this ridiculous? I would say by Friday, play? if it's shit's not done by Friday, I'm going to get, start getting concerned. I'm only, I would only be concerned. I'm honestly like, as long as it's not, as long as it happens prior to the season starting, I'm fine with that. Because I mean, honestly, this is just less time for him to have the potential for injury or anything. I knew like you were going to say like, that. Uh, that's a good. It's a good perspective because he has been known to not fare well during training camp. That's where right. we've have have lost him in previous seasons. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's. I mean, because the because that's the thing is it's a hold in. It's not a hold out. If he was not there, then I would be concerned because it's like, okay, well, yeah. there's obviously it, something's not clicking. Something's not going right. But because he's there and he's still a presence, I'm really not stressed about it. As long as he's 
got it all figured out by the start of the season, I'm good. But obviously, sooner better than later would be preferred as a fan. Um, All right. Well, let's look over at training camp and some of the quotes that have been coming out from training camp. Uh, First one here is from Brandon Staley uh, regarding the first practice with pads. He said, I like the competition uh, in one-on-ones. We wanted there to be a bunch of them so we could really get a good look at this group. I like the respect and the competition. I thought it was fierce, but I thought there was a lot of respect. There's a lot of good players going one-on-one here. I thought the way we practiced 11-on-11 is indicative of a good team. Uh, You got to get used to the pads. This is our first day in them. We'll be in them tomorrow, do a little bit more, but I felt it was a good start. I I like the idea that he said that there's a lot of respect. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, Josh Allen and what happened at the Buffalo Buffalo Beals, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. We're like, they're like going at each other and like one of the defensive linemen like ran into him and like shoved the quarterback who's wearing a red jersey. I'm like, that's that's not a lot of respect going on over there. So I, I know it sounds like a kind of a throwaway thing, but the idea that that you know they do respect each other and they're just going to kick each other's asses with respect is I like that. Well, I'll do you one better. I, I, there's a video going around now of uh, the Saints with a guy who the Chargers, at least Charger fans, were looking at pretty heavily, Trevor Penning, uh, in the tackle position. There's a video of him getting already in getting so fights. hard, yeah, already. already getting in fights. Fists are flying like they're they're throwing punches at each other. These are guys on the same team. So yeah. seeing the ferocity of um, like Rashawn Slater going up against Khalil Mack and uh, Austin Johnson and Zion Johnson going up against each other, like and getting and getting some good looks, getting some good talks about I, these guys. I just think that the the fight stuff is not the vets. It's not going to be the Khalil Macks and the. The Slaters, these guys that are established, they have their spot on the roster. The fights come from the the newbies, you know, like the guys trying that are, are fighting to earn a spot. They're still trying to make it in the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine the intensity that they go into every single practice with? Like, I know Khalil, it looked like he was going hard in those drills, but you're not going to tell me Khalil is going to go all out every single practice. I mean, the guy's a a pro bowler, uh, like top in a position in, in the league. He doesn't have to, like, that's not going to benefit him. He doesn't want to get hurt. These other guys are playing with such intensity that that's, that stuff's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. I personally, I like it. Like I, I like seeing that stuff. Really? Um, I don't, I don't want to be that soft team. That is just like, yeah, there's respect 100%. And, but when you're going at it, if you're going like full out, full tilt, let's go. And, you're getting into it, and sometimes it just spills over to after the play. That's just inevitable mm-hmm. playing the game of football. They're not playing chess. You know, like sure. they're running full speed into each other. You get a little what you feel is a cheap cheap shot. I would expect you to go and defend yourself or defend a teammate or or something along those lines. And and in reality, like it, there is a very much um offense versus defense in so many ways. They're trying to embarrass each other all sure, practice. Sure, yeah. A grown men with a lot of ego that are at the top of their game getting embarrassed, you're not going to resp- I I would hope you would respond with some intensity. So, I personally I don't think that the fighting at practice is a bad thing. I don't think it's a sign of disrespect. It can be, absolutely. Right. Um but I think that the idea of respect, I don't think that's because there are no fights. I think that's just an overall kind of the culture and vibe of of the, the squad that we have this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I think it's obviously a testament to Brandon Staley and what he's 
preached to these players. I mean, he's at, at the end of every practice. We heard it in the mic'd up. He's like, hey, go shake a hand, go shake a hand. Like he's, I think he's trying to kind of break that aspect of it that down stigma. as far as there being yeah. a, a defense versus offense. I think that, I think you're right that it is a typical thing. Uh, but I feel like, I mean, I'm obviously not there, so I can't say with 100% certainty, but I feel like that's something that Staley is trying to change and, you know, be fierce, but be respectful. Like, understand that, hey, yeah. we're all on the same team and we all need to get to the end together. Yeah. When we healthy. celebrate, we celebrate as a team. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to say, but that was his quote. Uh, his other quote here on the one-on-ones uh, when you got Joey and Khalil coming off the edge, that's going to be a must-see, especially those three tackles, Slater, Pipkins, and Storm. It's such great work for them. It's great work for Joey and Khalil, too, because Rashawn is one of the top tackles in all of football, and we think Trey and Storm are really quality tackles. Those guys are going to make each other better. I thought the young guards today showed uh, they have what it takes. They have the They have their head on their shoulders. So... Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, that the getting the the caliber of players like Khalil Mack going up against Rashawn Slater. I mean, Khalil might not have been going like full hundo, but I mean, you could see Rashawn. I mean, oh no, he was like that, was that, bent in half. You could, that rep you was hundred. Yeah, and he was frustrated that he got stopped. Like he kind of pulled, he pulled a little bit at Rashawn's jersey at the end of the play. You know, like he sure. was frustrated. He was going for sure. Yeah, and that's that's what makes you better. I mean, I can't tell you in high school coaching high school football, the hardest thing is getting decent looking reps from your scout team because you're just going against the guys that aren't good enough to be the starters. That's how it is in high school. That's obviously not the case in the NFL. You're starter on starter the whole time but sure it's yeah. just it's 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 so good for the the health of our whole football team to be going at it like max crosby is not going to be a scary thought to storm norton and trey pipkin because <laughs> they like, go oh, against khalil and joey every I single just day with khalil and joey <laughs> yeah, max yeah crosby get out of here yeah. <laughs> like, that's not, yeah that's not to say that He's they're got never going out holding him back and yawning <laughs> with the other Okay, he come just on. like put one hand like, behind his back. I'll get you with one, baby. Let's Max go. Swinging his arms like, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, yeah. And <laughs> I don't think Brandon Staley meant this as a dig, but do you think when he's like, you know, you got Rashawn Slater, best tackle in the yeah. league, and then you know you got yeah. Trey and Storm, and yeah, they're quality good. tackles. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're studs in their own rights. Yeah. <laughs> the play speaks for itself. We all knew that for a fact. We all, so yeah, he's just saying I, what I we all know. I appreciate the yeah, not being delusional and lying to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So yeah, I don't think he quite meant it as a dig, but reading it, it was just like, okay, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, another guy that's not like the other, Corey Lindsley, uh, was talking about our uh, rookie uh, guard, Zion Johnson, uh, said he's living up to the bill right now. He's the first, it's the first day of pads, but it was everything that we thought. He's a really good player. He's got a ton of raw talent that you can see. He's already put a lot together, and honestly, sky's the limit. He's very talented, and I'm excited to play next to him. Yeah, that's... I just, I'm glad we have some like legitimate guards right now. Like, mm-hmm. legitimate guards, an awesome center, awesome left tackle. Like, it's just, it, we're going to be able to run the ball so much better this year than, than we did last year. I just have a feeling. I just oh, yeah. know it. 
Guys, you wouldn't believe the size of Zion Johnson's arm. I was like, just going to say I that. I saw a yeah. picture of that, yeah. No, pictures don't do it justice. In real life, it is <laughs> the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Yeah. I had Paxton next to him. He, his arm is like the size of my five-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> He's got babies so for terrifying. arms. Yeah. It's like even next to the other other NFL linemen, his arms stand out. I don't, I do not understand the genetics on that man because he's got legs for arms. <laughs> what do his legs look like? Uh, they're ridiculous. Bigger arms, Although, yeah. <laughs> yeah. giant arms. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's you get so blinded. I didn't even look at his legs because his arms are right there in your face. Hey, my arms are up here, buddy. Hey, eyes up here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, that, that I was going to mention that too because I mean we've seen players, rookies that come in and they've got to build. You know, they're they're big guys. They're usually pretty strong. But it's like once they yeah. get into that sophomore, that second, third year, yeah, they bulk up. I can't imagine how big Zach Johnson's gonna get. Like a this year is under that training, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, the guy's just gonna be a walking wall of muscle, well, not eating like dorm food the whole time. You That's know? true. Like, yeah, just getting, no more like, ramen. He's, he's in L.A., so he has whatever nutrition nutritional expert that he wants. It's Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And the team, so, yeah, and the team's got the nutrition experts Huge. on their side too. Yeah. Um. So that's awesome to see. Um. Looking back over at Twitter. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out Corey Lindsley and uh, said Sebastian Joseph Day is one of the best nose tackles he's gone up against in his eight year NFL career. Pretty wow. amazing. That's well, that shit. pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's really maybe cool. we have a we all knew Sebastian Joseph Day was fantastic. And, you know, probably the reason why he came to us is because he got hurt last season. Right. I, I, you know, but. This is coming we, from we, another player. None of us up. are in a position to be able to to break down a nose tackle. You know, yeah. like no. I'm sorry, but you don't. We just can't do that. And if if someone's out there, like, oh yeah, I know everything there is to know about breaking down these nose tackles. No, because it's this is not like you. Most guys, you can look at stats, right? Mm -hmm. Like edge rushers, how many sacks do you have? Quarterbacks, how many yards and touchdowns? Like running backs, how many rushing yards? Receivers, how many receive? Like you have these stats that you can look at. Yeah, yeah. The nose tackle, like the interior defensive line, there's not a direct correlation with stat. Like what you're doing is so much more beneficial for the people around you than just your stats. So it's like to hear that from an, a, a center, it's like, wow, like what he's doing is maybe he's just consuming double teams every single play and he's so strong that he can hold his ground. Like that's not a stat that you put in... And on ESPN, right? But it's something that that center remembers. Like this guy is strong as an ox, and I can't move him. Mm -hmm. Like those little things that we don't, we can't, we don't break down. Or maybe there is somebody out there that's a nose tackle specialist that they watch just the nose guard on every play. That'd be cool. But um, yeah, I, that's why <laughs> I love cool. hear, like hearing this stuff from Corey Lindsley. I I take that over anything that anyone on YouTube would say. You know what I mean? Right, hundred percent. Yeah, because he's not just our center he's arguably the best center in the league yeah, that has right. that to say so 100 um great words to hear from our center and then back over at taylor biscotti uh tweeted out charger center Corey lindsley on rookie zion johnson he's calm cool and collected smart as hell he's a lot like justin herbert dude what is this this is like all this is our person now it's like you went justin herbert rashawn slater zion johnson all these like super cool calm and collected don't get messed up just like super chill dudes. Yeah. 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 Guys that aren't 
that don't let their ego get in the way. I'm guessing not the Trevor Penning that yeah. we all kind of wanted. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that what Trevor Penning is doing is a bad thing. He's he's getting people pissed off playing hard. That's not. But a bad those are thing. his teammates, and we he has a track record. Dude. It's not just being competitive in that moment. That guy does that. We won't talk about Trevor Penning anymore. No, I just, <laughs> we'll continue on this the Charger. Stream. We'll see what what happens in the regular season, but. Uh, to hear, again, arguably the best center in the league, have great things to say about yeah. your rookie guard and comparing him to Justin Herbert as just being calm, cool, and collected, like, and obviously just built, you know, huge, is great. I think that's yeah. the kind of guy that uh, that you definitely want on the guard position. And again, after hearing all the one-on-ones that he went up against and the guys that he was going up against, like, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys heard, but I saw that, like, he went up against Jerry Tillery and just like pancaked him. I don't, Tillery's in trouble, dude. I yeah, 100%. Tillery's, Tillery's in, in trouble. trouble, dude. Yeah, yeah he's Tillery's been in the league for how long and he's getting pancaked by Zion Johnson. Rook. Yikes. We'll see what happens. Um, well, if you want pancakes, I would not recommend going over to our website, <laughs> chargerchat.com. Uh, but if you do go over there, you would see we have a member <laughs> section where you could chat it up with other Charger Chaniteers, ask questions and ask Bolt Fam, and check out all the sweet merch we have. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight, and I think we're going to see... A familiar face. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Jason Reed from Bolt Beat. What is going on, Jason? You guys are super lucky. I think I'm super lucky. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We had a little bit of a uh, time mis- miscommunication, time zone miscommunication, but uh, we're rolling along. We're doing great. <laughs> I blew it. Yeah, it was my fault. Absolutely my fault. I apologize. Um, so yeah, man. So we're excited to have you on. Um, you run the Bolt Bolt Beat website and everything you guys do over there is so fantastic. Articles, everything, and we're really excited because we have something coming up with you. And you're we'll we're, we'll, we'll we'll mention it at the end of this interview. But we're really excited. So you know, kick, let's kick it off, man. Like, what are your thoughts so far? You know, training camp. We got our first day of pads. You know. Things are getting real for the Chargers. How how are you feeling about where we're at right now? Yeah, I mean, like you said, things feel real. And just selfishly, you know, running a Chargers website, um, I'm happy we're out of the dark ages, which is known as the month of July. Yeah. Um, just football content in July is just, you know, few and far between. So I'm happy to get out of that. But um, as far as camp is concerned, I mean, everything's looking like, you know, we wanted it to look. I mean, we got like today, Zion Johnson looked fantastic. Um, you know, the defense shined week one, which was kind of expected, you know, defense kind of always is a little bit ahead of the curve, but you have guys like Dean Leonard, who's been, you know, playing fantastic on that side of the ball, hearing great things about Pipkins and Norton, that they're both coming along. They're both, you know, progressing. Um, uh, Corey Lindsley had the quote today about Sebastian Joseph day being one of the best nose tackles he's ever lined up against. Like that's, you know, that's not light. Yeah. That's very exciting. So, um, you know, last year I remember, the, the hype of the new offense and Justin Herbert and everything and how exciting that was this year. It's almost, I'm more excited about the defense, you know, cause defense was the problem last year and everything we're hearing and everything we're seeing. I haven't got a chance to go out in person yet. My dog's dealing with like an allergic reaction. So I've had oh, to bummer. stay home. Um, yeah, he, he'll be okay. Um, 
But from what I've seen online and what from people have sent me, you know, I've been plugged in. It looks great. It looks fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah, the social media is killing it. We're getting aspects of everything. We saw the the one on one, Khalil Mack Slater. Like, yep. man, that is the battle. And, and even Rashawn Slater said something like, "He's doing moves I've never seen before," which yeah. that's crazy to think about that they're going to be going head to head and practicing against each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that clip, uh, Tyler Shoon of the Guiltiest Charge podcast, great angle, great, you know, it's got like 300,000 views on Twitter now. It yeah. was a great clip. And it's just those trench battles, you know, and then your mind starts wandering. You're like, ooh, what does this mean for Joey Bosa? And what does this mean for all these other guys, how it's going to open up? And, you know, Zion getting to learn and he's going to get put on his ass by some of these great rushers, you know, by the Chargers. But it's, you know, iron sharpens iron and we got a lot of iron on the Chargers. That's what's so exciting about it. 100%. And it's been really exciting Charger fan-wise though because, you know, we you wonder what the turnout's going to be. You wonder what it's yeah. going to be like with, with our... Because that's the big question around us is like, do we have a fan base? We know there's fans, but are we going to show up at the same time in the same place? Kind of feels <laughs> like we might have be Something's happening. Something's clicking. Yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts on kind of the, that development, at least what we've seen so far? So I've always... The fan thing has always been an interesting thing because if we go back to the StubHub days or Digni- Digni Health Sports Park, whatever it's called now, yeah, um, those tickets were like absurdly expensive. Crazy. It was like a twenty-five thousand, you know, seater stadium. It was like six hundred bucks to get in. I bought my dad tickets when they played the Cardinals in twenty eighteen, and that was like the cheapest game I could find. But the argument I always made to people was like, "Hey, if there's a Steelers fan in Southern California, they don't get to see the Steelers very often." They're going to be more willing to pay the $500, $600 price point to get in than, you know, a Chargers fan who, you know, there was still some, some upsetness, you know, towards the move and everything. Totally understand. But this is a new wave. You know, we already saw it last year at SoFi. I don't think there was a single game. Maybe the Raiders game was 50-50. But besides that, Chargers had the advantage in every other game. And this is just more of that excitement building. You know, it's, it's Brandon Staley has created this new culture with Justin Herbert. You know, Telesco is doing a great job and it's just... You could feel it growing. You know, you could feel the fan base growing, the excitement around the team. And look, LA hadn't had a football team for two plus decades. So if we can, if the Chargers can get these, this new fan base, this new LA fans that haven't had it, you know, that's what it seems like is happening. So, I mean, I'm on the Chargers Reddit. I don't know if you check out the Reddit, but how often is there like, oh, I'm not a, you know, a, a divorced Browns fan here. I'm coming over to the Chargers. Yeah, that's happening like that. a lot. Yeah. So it's an exciting time. The fans, you know, they've always been there, but. It's exciting. They're starting to show up and that's just going to snowball into more, you know? 100%. And then, you know, kind of last question about the Charger-related stuff is position battles. I think it's so interesting. There's so many options right now of things to look at. Running back, right tackle, you know, what that secondary is going to look like. So what is one of the things you really want to see how it unfolds in the next coming weeks? So my selfish answer that I know I'm not is not going to happen is just I want to see Joe Reed get uh, more looks. Yeah, yeah. Running back or in the passing game. Look, we both have the same last name, same initials. He wears my favorite number. I just want him to succeed so I could buy his jersey. (laughs) I think the most interesting answer, and it's kind of a cop-out, is the right tackle position because, you know, we had Storm Norton who, if you look at his overall numbers last year, like his overall numbers were bad, yes. But if you look at like game by game, it was almost like he'd be pretty good and then really bad. And then, you know, so it was like those really, really bad games kind of, he wasn't consistent enough. So. If he can get better, if Pipkins can finally be, you know, people forget they drafted him as a developmental right tackle. Yeah, it's taken longer to develop him than they thought, but he was always an unfinished product coming in, you know, so he has that ceiling. The team saw that ceiling back in the day. So if one of them can just be an average right tackle with the rest of the offensive line, like that's a top three, top five offensive line in the sport. And like 
imagine saying that three years ago, you know, yeah. we've come such a long way. <laughs> no, for sure, man. It's, it's exciting. We'll see what happens. There's going to be football before we know it. Um, yeah. It's just, a, it's so exciting right now. And then, you know, what's going on uh, over at, at Bolpe? What are you guys, what are you guys doing? What's, what's cranking over there? You know, just covering training camp stuff, you know, some of the, the, the quotes we're seeing, you know, like the Sebastian Joseph day quote, I mentioned earlier, you know, some of the clips, once we can get out there and we could actually film our own stuff and kind of put that into article form, um, you know, and just breaking stuff down as we learn more and more, you know, right now we're still kind of in the baby steps of training camp. Once preseason rolls around, that's when we could really look at, you know, how these guys are doing in the game, maybe some standout guys that you didn't see some undrafted free agents, you know, and just kind of analyze the season, you know, and, and preview the season and get charger fans even more hyped. And then once the season gets rolling, you know, we're, we're the one-stop shop for, you know, previews and betting content and anything, you know, few and far between uh, for chargers. So definitely check us out, you know, bullpy.com. We're obviously partnered with charger chat. It's a dynamic duo. I love it. You guys are great. Um, so yeah, check out Bullpeed if you haven't already. You know, I, I sometimes have wrong opinions and stuff, but you know, I think I'm a pretty decent writer. So <laughs> a very, very decent writer, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> and that leads us to the last thing. We're really excited because we have come together, and now Jason's going to have a segment on our show. So you'll get to hear from him um, more frequently on our Friday episodes, and we are just thrilled with that partnership. So what do you, what are some of the things that you know we're going to get to hear from you? So I'm still workshopping a segment name. I don't want to uh, commit to a certain name right now in this point of time. Okay, but, okay, okay. You know, I, I weekly stuff. So some stuff we'll see with Bolpe. And I kind of want to handle it like, kind of like a, a reporter's notebook, you know, kind of deal, almost like a column, but in audio form. So if there's a, a cool story around the Chargers for a week, excuse me, or if there's a cool story or something I saw from the previous game or whatever it is, you know, of that, I want to explore that, maybe dive in a little bit deep, whether it be stats, whether it be the story behind it, you know, for example, like if we did one this week, uh, Sage sure the new signing, I'm sure I pronounced his last name wrong. He was like an, an all state basketball player in high school. He finished third all time in North Carolina basketball points scored behind two NBA players. Like that would be something that would be on the bolt beat segment. And then to wrap it up, once the season starts, I want to do some like betting preview content, you know, against the spread, point total, maybe some props you can you can uh, check out for the week. Uh, try to get people to win some money because, you know, I, I like to gamble a little bit, especially during the football season. So if I could pass on my knowledge that I think is good, you know, maybe we can help everyone out in the process. <laughs> I'll take all the help I can get. So we're we're thrilled, man. We're excited. Can't wait to hear more from you. And uh, yeah, man, this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, check us out. You know, boltbeat.com, like I said, on my Twitter, at Eachuridis, do a little self-promotion here, of course. Um, and just let me know, you know, if once you, once we get these segments rolling, if there's something you like, didn't like, want to change, you know, let me know, tweet me personally, you know, don't, don't go at the charger chat guys and tell them it's horrible. Tell me it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, it won't be horrible. It though. won't you be. My, you'll my love my it. Word. We guarantee it. <laughs> yes, so absolutely. all right, Jason, well, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate your time and we can't wait to get it rolling. Awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, go chargers. I'm so stoked. Football season's right around the corner. Let's thank do you it. Guys. All right, man. Dude, Jason, let's freaking go, man. I am Ooh, I'm excited. Let's I'm go. pumped. Bring on Jason, man. Yes. That's gonna be really exciting to have to have him on and segment <sighs> segment segment name ideas. Do we have anything? <clears throat> Kyle, any, anybody? I don't know. I I I that's I think it's better to keep it a surprise. Hmm. Okay. 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 Well, hey, you know what, folks? If you've got ideas Ooh. for a segment. For for Mr. Jason over at Bolt Beat. Bolt Beat Down, maybe? Ooh, Bolt Beat Down. The Bolt Beat Down. Boom. Your face. Yeah. <laughs>
That's his intro. It's just a giant explosion. <laughs> Bowl me down. Beat down. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. If you guys have ideas of the segment title, put it down in the comments. We're we're open to ideas. We're hey, we'll take it. Yeah. Um, Jason, thank you for coming Thanks, on brother. and getting us yeah, hyped up wait, over man. here. Man, this is gonna be exciting. Can't wait to see it. Um, well, let's go on to the next segment. It is fan focus. Let's see what fans come in to chat with Kev today. All right, guys, we're back with another fan focus, and we're super lucky to have Eris from The Rift. What is going on, brother? Not much, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. To, very excited to have you. And if you guys don't know, The Rift is an awesome rock band, and he, the lead singer and guitarist is currently with us, so we're honored. We appreciate it. Hey, I, it's an honor to be with you guys. I, I watch every episode. Uh, thankful you guys do what you do. Uh, there was not enough Chargers content in my life and I'm happy I found you guys and it, uh, yeah, it makes my week, man. Every time you guys come out with a new episode, man, for sure. Oh, dude, that means so much. And, uh, all right, well, let's kick this bad boy off the way we usually do it, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Yeah. Uh, very much like a lot of the, the folks on here. My, my dad was a huge Chargers fan. Uh, so I was kind of bred into it Sundays. The game would be on, and uh, just I kind of just grew into it as a kid. And we would play backyard football uh, with our neighbors in the cul-de-sac, you know. And we'd all want to be Chargers players, and and uh, just became more obsessed with it, you know, over the years for sure. Well, and we were talking a little bit beforehand. You know, you're saying you're you're from LA, so there was a time when there wasn't a team in LA. And t- talk a little yeah. bit about like being a San Diego Charger fan living in LA and then the move when they came to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. My experience was kind of funny. So my mom uh, is actually is from San Diego. So we would always go to San Diego family down there. Um, so it always felt like a second home to me, but yeah, growing up in LA uh, when I was, you know, at least the kids that were my age, like we all wanted to be chargers and root for the chargers um, when we were playing, you know, in the neighborhood backyard football. Um, so it, it kind of just always felt like it was like Southern California's team. Uh, I just never really understood, I guess, until the Rams and everybody moved back here, the, you know, people saying that the Chargers didn't have fans in LA because it seemed that way to me growing up anyway. Um, so yeah, it was, it was sort of unique when they moved up here. And I guess, I guess it kind of made me double down as a fan too, because when I would hear the media say, like we don't have fans. I was like, no, we do. <laughs> I exist. We exist. Exactly. We're here. Yeah. So it just I think it made me even get more passionate about it when when I would hear them say that for sure. Yeah, it's just that that narrative pisses me off so much. And you, the the worst the worst, my least favorite part about that whole thing is that it's just Raider fans bring that up when you get in an argument with them on whatever social media and you destroy them, be like, well, at least we have fans. Like, what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> like, honestly, we have a ton of fans. Go look at the social media. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to see training camp. Looks like it's absolutely mob. The energy with the fan base right now. It's just so cool. It's, it's like very positive and supportive. It's, it's super cool. No, that's awesome. And then, you know, what what are your ex, what's what are you most excited for this season? You know, there's a lot of different aspects, a lot of things. What are you most excited for? Uh, I mean, I I'm literally counting down the days. I'm I'm crazy excited just to to see Staley, you know, in year two getting better. I, I love what he's done to the organization as a whole. Like I feel like he's just 
rejuvenated, you know, so much of the team with his energy. It's like, it's contagious, you know, and you can tell people around the building and, you know, even Telesco seems like fired up, you know? Um, and so obviously, you know, the defense and just Herbert continuing to get better, but I'm really stoked because uh, my dad hasn't been to SoFi and he's, he's like a, you know, he's gone through all the heartbreak and, and he's really excited for this year. Uh, but I'm taking him to the, uh, the Jags game. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't wait for that. Uh, dude, it is one of the coolest stadiums I've ever been to in my entire life. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's super sick, man. I can't wait. All right, cool. Well, my last question for you is music related. So yeah. we've had we've had a couple theme songs for the Chargers. We've had we had the 70s, 80s, yeah. the ticka 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 like the old like funky kind of thing. Yeah. And then we had the POD version which was awesome, like just the heavier version. That but that's pretty much it. Like what how hard is it to like make a song for a team? That must be difficult. I feel like it, it, it needs to like the chargers have so much cool, you know, stuff going for them. I mean, obviously thunderstruck when they, they come out with Hell that, yeah. right. It's like, that's like, the, I don't know that you can get it more perfect than that, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think there needs to be more music. I'm working on something right yes. now. It'll be cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gotta be in that kind of thunderstruck, at least for me, you know, kind of vibe, uh, just playing with the whole lightning electric. I love that. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't get much cooler than that. Then. Absolutely. Yeah. We love it. I've looked forward to your new music and what you got going on. So if people, um, want to go check out your music, um, where can they, where can they find all your stuff? Yeah. If you, uh, just look out the rift on Spotify, uh, you can find us there. Um, I'm always on our Twitter. Uh, so it's just, uh, the rift, uh, music on Twitter. Um, and yeah, if you guys want, um, we're in this like contest to win a slot at the Hollywood bowl. So, um, go check that out. It's in our Twitter profile. Vote for us. Be super helpful. So many charger fans have already, but, and thank you guys. Um, but if we, yeah, if we win, I'll win a charger chat. Uh, Chargers chat uh, t-shirt on stage, man. That's oh, dude. Cool. All right. Okay, guys. So if you, if homework, homework for all the Charger chat <laughs> listeners, go to the Rift on Twitter, go vote for them so they can open up that, that yeah. concert, dude, because that would be, be sick. sick. That would be so yeah, sick. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, just go through uh, Facebook because otherwise it does some weird stuff, but, but just use the Facebook one. All right, go to Facebook. Homework, you got this. So, um, all right, man. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. Yeah. It was great meeting thank you, and you, hopefully, man. hopefully, we can do it in person. Right on, man. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, folks. You heard him. There's some. You got. You got to do something. All right. We have we won. won Justin Herbert so many <sighs> awards. Okay. Let's just put our yeah, heads we together. Do, we know we can do it. Yeah. yeah. We have done it. Let's guys, come on. Let's go. Let's We're going to put a description in you in YouTube, a description of where you can go. Yes. Click it, get him on stage, get them on stage. Their music's awesome. And he's going to wear a charter chat shirt. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> we have to make this happen. all right if there's anything that the bolt fam is known for it's for helping each other out so take a couple seconds vote for our guys the rift and eris um i can't wait to see this dude this would be (laughs) this would be pretty amazing so um, and a new theme song i'll take one of those all day and if it's anything yeah the their music theme song their style of music and this like there if there's a wall i'm running through it that's for sure a hundred percent 100%. So, Eris, thank you 
thank you for the kind words and thank you for coming on and chatting with Kevin. That was just yeah, appreciate so damn you, cool. Um, so cool. All right, gang. Well, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It's a chunky fan focus. <laughs> Thick. Get get comfy. Pop your popcorn. Get your orange juice. Whatever you got to do, because we're going in. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, gang. It is time for Ask Bolt Fam. And there are so many. There's so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> um, let's start it off with uh, our old favorite, Boltville714. Yes. Who asked the question? So I'm currently crossfaded at SoFast Stadium waiting for this weird team called the uh, the red hot chili peppers or, or something uh, like that. Like that to play. Uh, not sure why, but it's uh it's kind of weird. Definitely different from what I remember Chargers games being like. How will I get home? Anyways, uh f- those pirate hookers and their Bitch ass QB. Can't love you, bye. Oh, update. <laughs> Somehow I made it to my buddy's house. Both the f- up. <laughs> dude, I heard I heard the chili peppers played it so far. I was so jealous, dude. I that probably was rocking, yeah. Oh my god, that's one of the bands I haven't really gotten to see live yet. Oh right, yeah. I need that in my life. Well, you missed it. You blew it. <laughs> you blew it. You could have been there with with our boy. Blowing it here, no. blowing it there, blowing it everywhere. You know how most quarterbacks, <laughs> Kevin Lake's blowing it. I'm blowing it. I blew it. He's a professional blower. You know, Anyways, blower. you were saying. Yeah. You, you know how most quarterbacks that you hate are like really good, right? Yeah. It's like Tom Brady. You hate Tom Brady because he's he really good. All the time, yeah. Yeah. You know, you hate Aaron Rodgers because he's really good and yeah. he yeah. just looks like he doesn't really care. Yeah. But like, uh, Derek Carr is like, <laughs> he's not any good. Why is he always on our mind? I don't know. We hate him so much. Because he, you know why? I hate him You too. know why? Because well, he's talking trash. Good he's talking trash. trash. He doesn't <laughs> shut up. Yeah, if you would just shut up, like, I don't think anyone would hate him. He's got just like a very, he's just a very vanilla, blah, mediocre quarterback. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like me, Kyle. I just like to talk trash. <laughs> I talk trash, talk trash. Talk trash, it's talk the- trash. It's the Raider fans that put him on a pedestal, and you just look at him. I know, and right? What they say you're like you're just dumb, delusional, you're, you're, just <laughs> dumb, living in hope and dying in despair. But uh, That's right. Boltville seven one four. I'm glad you found a ride home. And, yes, uh, great success. And hope it was a hope it was an awesome concert. Uh, let's Good move it on now. Everybody's house. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson, who asked the question. Much more do you love Derwin James after seeing him at training camp? Yes, he's not training because of contact extension talks, but he's doing so much more than any other players have done in the past when waiting for a contract extension. He's there for the team, and it's this type of player that we need on this team, putting this team before his own financial gain. He could easily hold out like other players have done, but chooses not to. I really hope the Chargers come to an agreement soon. Random one now. If you could make a mascot for the Chargers, what would be its name? And what would it look like? As always, bulk up. Bring on week one against the Faders. Family trust, respect. Caleb, you buy. Nice. I have an idea. 
Ooh, I would call it. him the Boltaholic, and he'd have a mini keg as a backpack, and he would come around and give you beer, free beer. The what does he look like? A, a lightning bolt? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you hadn't thought that far? No, no, no. Just the beer. I just, just want beer. beer. I just want a beer so bad right I now. I just guys. want free beer. <laughs> just want a beer. Um, oh, that's funny. I, I don't know. I'm it, it's funny. I I was just talking to uh to our boy Tony James recently on Twitter. We were messaging back and forth and we're talking nice. about the old uh the old Chargers logo with the horse. I would kind of like to bring that oh, back because a horse. I mean, you look at the Broncos, right? And they've got this oddly white horse with this weird orange mane. It's it's weird looking. I would like to bring back an electric horse. I would like to see like, you know, like something that Thor would ride like through the clouds, like th- thunderstorms like under its hooves. Yeah. And like lightning shooting out of its eyes. And I don't know mm, what you would creepy. call it, though. Mm. What would you call that? Molnir? <laughs> Sea biscuit, sea biscuit. <laughs> um, bolt probably biscuit? thunderbolt, thunderbolt bolt biscuit, bolt biscuit, thunderbolt's good. Thunderbolt, thunderbolt. I think would be like yeah, I'm thunderbolt. If we're good. being serious, thunderbolt. If we're not, then yes, yeah. thunderbolt bolt biscuit, thunderbolt biscuit. <laughs> <Bolt> biscuit. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my opinion. I think, but well, we got put, some like gr- we've got some great ones. There's like bolt. Got Boltman who's got like the full on <laughs> suit Bolt guy. person, Bolt Bolt guy. Yeah, we're, we're trying. I'm trying to get Bolter. him on for an interview. I'm trying to do like a series where we bring on the mascots because yes. there's like people that are doing like there there's are, a Thor. Yeah. There's like a, there's all kinds of people that are you know cosplaying it, and I love every everything 100%. about it. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of options out there. Those are some of ours. What are yours? What are some of yours, yeah. folks? I want to hear it because I mean there's a lot of creative people out there. I think you guys came up with some some good mascot ideas. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Gibson. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Philip who asks the question in your opinion, what is actually happening in contract talks for Derwin are two sides physically talking every day, emailing back and forth. Is it a give and take with long pauses where one team is just waiting for the other side's counter? How does it work? K love you. Bye. I wish I knew. I feel like there's just some small little talking points. I'd imagine if he's there, they've already agreed on roughly what the number is. Now Mm -hmm. it's just the stipulations and the contract. How much is guaranteed? What are some of the clauses? Like that's the all the the last minute stuff. Because even was it Biscotti said that something's imminent, something's coming any day, Um, any day now. So you know, I think it's it's we don't not we do not not sign derwin james like it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. right it's gonna happen you know he's he's it's already just, he's he was a part of the the shovel ceremony of like the breaking ground on our new training facility right yeah you don't have him come out there if you're not planning on signing him so right. it's coming it's hard you're you're creating a brand you're setting this new standard for safeties in the nfl right so it's like yeah. Yeah. anytime you're making you're creating the h- highest paid player at that position in nfl history there's a lot of details that have never happened before. So it's like, there's, I can't even imagine the little tiny stipulations that they're talking about and how this and that goes. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a contract that's never been done. It's the biggest one in safety history. So yeah, it's going to take some time. I just honestly don't know why it took so long to get it done. I guess maybe they wanted to see how their money was after the free agency, but I I just feel like it, it, 
regardless, he's going to be the highest paid. It just should have got done a while ago. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is probably more of the agent side dragging their feet to see what, what happened. Uh, you know what I mean? I'd imagine if the Chargers yeah. had their way, they probably made an offer like, this is what we're wanting to do. They probably came to the table first. Mm-hmm. And now, like, it was back and forth, back and forth. Now it's just sitting with the agent. That's, you know, when yeah. you, whenever you watch movies about this stuff, like, that's usually what's happening. The agent's trying to, like, get more money for his client or do agent something. agent doesn't care about the team. They just care about their player. They care, And they care about being an agent. They want other players to sign with them. So they got to get the best contract. They got to, like, get yeah. the best stuff in it so they can yeah. brag about it. So I think that's what it is. Just so they can brag about it. Yeah. It's like, I'm I'm the best. I'm the best. I talk I'm the trash. Best. I talk trash. <laughs> I talk trash. <laughs> uh, <I'm> eyeliner. <laughs> so, Philip, bottom line, we don't know. We don't know what's going on, but uh, if, if... It's imminent. Educated if, guess. Yeah. If anything, Inevitable. if we can believe Taylor Biscotti, it's coming soon. So, yeah. Just hang tight. It'll happen. And Biscotti, uh, we trust. <laughs> so, thank you. For asking the question, let's move it on now to Pink Unicorn, who asked the question. With Pipkins going into the last year on his rookie deal, what does he have to do to earn another contract? Congrats to Coach on the baby boy. I hope you're getting some sleep. Kay, love you. Bye. Thank how's you. This, how's the sleep going, Kai? Thank you, Mr. Unicorn. Um, sleep's okay. The baby's not the issue. It's the two-year-old. Two-year-old is in a hardcore Son sleep. Son of a... Um, rebellion right now. So. Yeah. The terrible two-year-old. Um, anti-sleep. Dude. Yeah. Two-year-old sleep regression is no joke. They just do what they want. So, hmm. um, mom's with the baby. So, I'm with the two-year-old. So, here here we are. Here is what we're doing. I was talking to Adam before the show. It's like, I'm not tired anymore. This is just the new reality. This is the new... <laughs> this uh, is the homeos- new you. The homeostasis has just changed. Like... My homeostasis is just tired. And now it's just if I'm like dead tired or not that tired. That's like where <laughs> the 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 swing can go. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, embrace it. Embrace the suck. Yeah. Because I'm it told it, it gets better. I haven't gotten to that part where it gets better yet, but I'm told it's it gets coming. better. Any day now. When it gets, when it gets better, you're you're so old you wake up like four times a night to go pee. Uh, That's when it gets better. So you're like in your they you're like changing in diapers past. in your dreams, like, whoa, what happened? And everyone, like everyone was always like, oh, if you want to be healthy, take care of your body. You've got to make sure you get this much sleep. I'm like, go screw yourself, dude. Like, I don't have that option. Like, this, it's great if I'm trying to take care of my body. I, I don't get the choice to just sleep 20, 10 hours a day. Right. It's not going to happen. You stay in your lane. Yeah, um, yeah. Stay in lane. All right. Well, the question wasn't so much about your sleep, but more about <laughs> yeah, we went on what, uh, what Pipkins has uh, to do. Uh, I'm fired in- up about sleep. <laughs> What does he have to do to earn another contract? I think, I think, I don't know. I think he's, when they drafted it and they just wanted him to get better. So he's doing that. Um, now, does he get another, I think he just has to improve. I think if he improves, there's the potential to give him another contract. It's not going to be big. Right. He might get another two year deal for a couple million bucks. I don't think it's going to be anything massive. Now, if he comes out, starts and kills it, I think he's gone. I don't, I I just don't think that we're going to pay him big money to stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just, with what we've paid everyone else, I don't think we have the money to pay Trey Pipkins for one good season. Right. Um, but I think if he has like a mediocre season, I could see if he doesn't have draw a lot of interest in the free agent market, I could see a potential um, short little deal, but I, I don't know. I, with what I have now, I don't know I, if he, it's just, it's just so tricky with how much we've paid everyone and fake like, 
money that you're allowed to use and spread out. I don't, I don't know anymore. Right. I feel lost. I, I think it's the ideal situation for me is that he plays so well this year that he's a starter. He plays so well this year that he prices himself out of us getting him. Cause I'm, I'm okay with that. Like if mm -hmm. he has a fantastic year, okay, cool. We'll draft a right tackle next year. Cause we've gone, for, we've gone offensive line every year so far. So, right. you know, invest in another one. So I, let's just have the best season we can with him. I'm not even thinking about an extension. I just want to see him get on the field. Right. I think, and I think Pipkins will get another contract somewhere. Right. I think he's only gotten better these last couple of years from what the small sample size that we have. He's gotten better. Yeah. So somebody will take a chance. It's not to say that he'll be a starter. That's not the question. It's just, is he going to get another contract? I just think he's got to get better this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he does out there. If he plays good enough to stick around with the Chargers or, plays too good and ends up somewhere else. So give me that all of that. <laughs> okay. That's all of it. That's what Kevin wants. So pink unicorn. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to DHBC, Oklahoma, who asked the question. I've been doing some scouting on the Locked On Podcast Network, hashtag free plug. And I've noticed that the donkeys, raiders, and my, Homies are having O-line trouble early in camp. Uh, coach, how adventurous is it to not have O-line issues during training camp? Advantageous. Advantageous. What, what did I say? Adventurous. Adventurous. Well, it could be. I'm an old man. <laughs> Leave me the f*** alone. <laughs> Christ. Oh, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> leaving it. Um, all right. What do you think, Coach? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think that the football is won and lost in the trenches. That's just what I believe. Um, obviously, you need good quarterbacks and this and that and the other, but you're going to have the best quarterback in the world. Without an offensive line, you're going to be in deep doo-doo. Um, we've seen it a lot. I mean, Phillip Rivers had to endure it. Uh, I think right. Phillip Rivers is the first ballot Hall of Famer if he had a, uh above-average offensive line for the majority of his career. So, right. um, yeah, the fact that teams in our division are struggling in the offensive line department is a huge bump in it's that's really encouraging. I, I heard, I heard I was watching NFL network this morning and the mini camp, they were going around training camps and Alex Leatherwood, the the first round pick for the Raiders last year, they like, don't even know where to play him. He's, he's working with the twos and the threes and guard and tag. Like, they're just completely, they don't, like, don't, I don't know, know where, do where you should you. go. Yeah. Yeah. You see that really good when there's a new coaching staff comes in and inherits players and they're like, Oh yeah. shit, what? What like they're not they're not yeah. locked into that guy. Why they did they weren't pick you. They weren't responsible <laughs> yeah. for him, so they're not gonna commit to him being that right tackle right. left tackle, right. whatever they drafted him for, and now he's on second, third string. Good picking, Raiders. Yikes. All right. Well, it sounds pretty advantageous there, if DHBC. They're, if they're not I need to do a little more like listening to these other podcasts and see what's going on with the AFC West. But if this is the narrative and this is what's going on. If you're one of the, you wouldn't be listening to this, but if you're a donkey, a Ray Turd, or a Mahome, Mahomey, <laughs> don't watch any of our social media because it'll just give you nightmares. Because <laughs> what Mac did today, just stay away. It's not what Mac be. did, and what Slater did, and what Zion yeah, Johnson did, everything. and what Austin Johnson did. It's, uh, it's a lot it's to be all scared about. in the trench. Am I right? <laughs> That's right. DHBC Oklahoma, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kyle T, who asked the question. To steal a phrase from the Charger social media team, Palms 
Says Herbert, just burnt your ass. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Do you fellas think that Palmer has the potential to make that decision to extend Keenan in a couple years? Real interesting. Bolt up. K. love you. Bye. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What are we at? We're still a little ways away from Keenan. One, but once Keenan gets there, he's going to be 12 years in the league. He's going to be on the back end of a wide receiver, like how long they usually play. So I'm curious, you know, if they if he still has it, it could add him another year or two. But I think they're clearly drafted him in some capacity to be there in the wings. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I would. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's hard to say because I mean, Keenan has obviously been with the team for going on his tenth year now. It'll be 12 years by the time he gets there. I think it's just really going to depend on how Palmer plays in that time span, like how how we utilize him, because you've got Keenan and Mike Williams are that are the one and two. How big of an impact can Palmer have as a number three to warrant replacing Keenan Allen or something like that? Yeah. I mean, because that wasn't I Keenan's don't... situation. When we drafted Keenan, he was he was a number one, right? Or am I remembering that re- incorrectly? Keenan was no, third. He, he... He came in. Well, he was drafted in the third round, but he came in not as a not as like a one or two guy. He, he almost quit. A, he almost quit his rookie yeah. year. He almost like wasn't getting the respect. wasn't getting on the field, and he almost quit football. It was in one of the interviews from a oh, couple wow. years back. So it wasn't all rainbows and sugar plums when Keenan Allen got started with the Chargers. But okay, you know, it wasn't. He wasn't like come in be number one guy. Gotcha. But I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't say that Palmer is going to replace Keenan Allen. No, Palmer has not, pretty much done nothing in the NFL so far. Right. He's had a couple of catches. Right. Um, that's about it. That, that, that's really about it. So there's no way that I could say that he's going to replace touchdown. Keenan Allen, who arguably is, he's a top five Chargers receiver all time. Um, so you can't say that. Maybe he will be. Um, he seems to work really, really hard and he has a lot of tools, but Keenan Allen is an elite wide receiver in the NFL. I can't say that Josh Palmer right now is like, oh yeah, definitely. He's going to replace Keenan, make that contract. Now, I don't know if Keenan's going to get another contract. Like you said, that many years in the NFL, he's still got, he's including this year, he's still got three years left with the team. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an aged Keenan Allen. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, a tough, tough sell. We'll and, that's, kinda... and that's also when you're, you're going to have to, that's right when you're paying Justin Herbert a gajillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that will be the biggest oof on that, uh, yeah, we'll on see that what's, decision. what's left after yeah. that. <laughs> Bank so we'll, we'll find out, Kyle T., but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daniel Wallen, who asked Danny. the question. <laughs> what's up, Brachachos? So like all the reports early on are saying that Dion uh, Leonard is balling out, and so is Jasir Taylor. Do you think they both end up making the final cut? If so, who would be the projected six quarterbacks on the roster? Kate Leader on dudes. Uh, yeah, I mean, considering that we just drafted Deion Leonard and Jasir Taylor, they I mean they've got to be safe. making the roster, right? I think I think they're I can't safe. remember the last time we drafted somebody and then Put them cut on the practice them. squad. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it seemed like we were just swallowing up every cornerback that we possibly could this whole offseason. Yeah, right? them all. They're like, all mine. They, <laughs> J.C. Jackson. <laughs> Bryce Callahan, then the draft, we went crazy with defensive backs. Um, so yeah, I I think it just depends on where we're gonna be able to put them as far as are they a corner? A, do you keep multiple guys that are better in the slot or 
Are they safety types? What Are they having a huge impact on special teams so they become that swing guy that you keep instead of a fullback? There's a lot of stuff like to say that we're just going to have six corners. Like we don't know for certain on that. That may be the trend in the past, but um, I think there are, there's one spot I think that has some wiggle room um, as far as who's going to be that six corner. Um, I think obviously Bryce, Bryce Callahan, Mike Davis, JC Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr. Um, those are your four like done deals. Those guys are your number one options. Um, and then, I think Tavon Campbell, I think this coaching staff really likes him. Like he got yeah. a ton of reps last year. I think he's he's still having a, a good training camp already so far this first week. So there's just what one extra spot. Who's who who becomes that guy? Is it Kimon Hall, who's been on the squad for a while, or is it one of these younger guys? Um, we drafted two of them now. Just see is he more of a defensive, like a safety, strong safety type that you're gonna keep around? Um I don't know. I it, I think it's going to be, that's going to be a, a, a weird back end bottom of the depth chart battle. Um, I don't think it's one that's going to be viewed as much from the outside. And as far as training camp, like, Oh, what's right. the cornerback six kind of competition, like, right. because those top four are so set in stone right now. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what the, sh- the roster shapes up at, but I would look more as to what they do during special team periods. Um, because they have to be able to contribute there. If they right. can't, a cornerback six. If you're not a, a stud on the special teams, you're not making the team. Yeah. No matter no matter how good you do against the number two offense, because I mean, most of these guys, these rookies, they're not going against Justin Herbert. They're not going against Keenan unless they're in like individual drills. Yeah, maybe. Um, but for the most part, most of their Stick. reps are going to be against the twos and threes. Dang, so, right. Um, it, it, they got to go show out at in special teams to make the team. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be it's part of the fun of training camp and and preseason games and everything like that is seeing who who balls out. Deion Leonard is definitely making a name for himself, as is Jasir Taylor. Even Mark Webb, who was injured basically all of last year, there's been rumblings about him as well. So um, only time will it's a, tell. It's a lot of <laughs> options, though. That's the thing is we're not used to having this much depth at this exactly. position. Yeah, you know, it's always like a, a second or third string guy that like. All right, well, we got to promote them. Let's see who of the best of the second stringers can step up and be a starter. And, not as much yeah. this year. And maybe Tavon Campbell's not the guy. Maybe the coaching staff does decide to move on for whatever reason. Um, I just don't see that being likely with his familiarity with the system already because he played right. so much last year. Um, mm-hmm. Having a backup that has at least some comfortability with it. Uh, but maybe maybe they do move on and, and go to that younger, um, up-and-coming kind of talent. Mm-hmm. 100%. Daniel Wallen, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt fans since 1999. Who asked the question? <laughs> Gonna party like it's 1999. Oh, why do you think <laughs> our defense is gelling so fast? Hoo-ha! Good coaching or players studying film. If Murray and Tranquil go in game one or two, do you guys believe Van Noy and Rita can hold the fort down? <laughs> yeah, and Tranquil apparently has a groin thing that uh, Coach said isn't long term, but it's <sighs> something to be like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, I don't know. Just seems to not be able to stay healthy. That's Poor a bummer. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully, he comes back quick, and they're just playing it like staley safe, the way they do with all injuries in the like last year. Mm-hmm. But I think absolutely, you know, Troy Reader and uh, Kyle, if he's asked to step up and do specifically that. 
absolutely great options. It's a, yeah. another thing like going off what yeah, the last question depth. was. The depth is so much better this year than it was last year. Yeah, you know? quality and there's, depth. There's still some rookie guys that from last year that had to step up that could could make a, an even more of a bigger step. You know what I mean? Yeah. This year, yeah. big time. Um, but why do you think the defense is gelling so fast? Do you think it's has something to do with the coaching or just studying film, getting more familiar with the uh, with the game plan or the? I think we have guys that fit our scheme. It's going to click faster. Yeah. Right. Last year it was a brand new defense one, square and it was guys hole. that didn't necessarily fit the defense. So then right. you're trying, yeah, you're trying to put a square into a round hole. So it's like it, it's going to take time. And this, you have guys. Most of them have been in this the system for a whole year. And then you add guys like J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. It's like they don't they're not going to take need time to gel. They're going they know what right. they got to do and they'll get it done. Right. Well, and it's exciting for us as fans to get these like marquee name players on the team. What do you think it is for the guys that have to play next to them? I'm sure they're fucking excited. I'm sure like the all-time <laughs> excitement level to be a Charger actual player right now because there's so many awesome weapons all over the field. And right. it hasn't been like that for a lot of these guys that have been Chargers in the past. Right. Like 1999. Like 1999. Like all the way back. In <laughs> I think, so. wasn't it Harbaugh? I think we were playing uh, Blitz. Remember the video game? It wasn't yes. Harbaugh, our quarterback oh, in 99? Or was it 2000? <sighs> was, it not, was it Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, we had Harbaugh for one year. That yeah. might have been 99. Maybe. It might have been. I'm going to get... <laughs> we'll never know. Read over the polls in the comments, <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact. A yeah. Real Thank you ahead of time for correcting me. I appreciate <laughs> it. you had there, Kev. Yeah, you really spoke well, It was Jim Harbaugh. You're right. On You're right. I was I was? Started 12, started 12 games, yeah. Right. Yeah! Shit, I know some things. Well, you and Bolt fans since 1999 know a few things, so... Let's go. Bolt fans since 1999, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, mm. who asked the question. How do you feel about our kicking game? Everyone's talking about our offense and defense, but no one's mentioned the kicking game. Any insights? Okay. Love you. Bye. This is exactly why I'm excited about the kicking game. (laughs) (laughs) Because no one's talking about it. It's not a concern. (laughs) Hang time is good, and they're kicking it through the uprights. Right. This is what you want from a kicking game, guys. You don't want to have to worry about who's doing it. (laughs) Yeah. The shameless positivity behind Ty Long I think was a was just that shameless positivity. Yeah. We, can't, we can't help it. We can't help it. There was right. just I went. I, I was watching yesterday the our Chiefs game um, at Arrowhead at the beginning of the season. Oh yeah, and man, we were like we were just beating the dog crap out of them. They had four turnovers on their first four possessions. Right, yeah, um, we were just beating them up, and then all of a sudden, Ty Long just shanks a punt for like a fifteen yard net, mm. just right out of bounds. And I'm, I'm watching that back. I'm like. How does a professional punter just shank like that? Mm. Like you don't see that. Mm. Not often. So it's nice. It's <laughs> nice that I don't know. I I I I liked rooting for Ty Long, but yeah. I'm excited for the future. Yeah. 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 There there has been talks about how well J.K. Scott's been, you know, getting hang time on his punts and looks like Justin Herbert. Right. And uh Hopkins kicking it through the uprights from 50 yards out. So it's you blew it's it, exciting. Washington. You blew it. Thank yeah. you for him. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Justin blew it. Um, Hangry Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to a free who asked the question. All right, fellas. <laughs> Come Monday when the pads go on. It is full pedal to the metal football. My question is when the Dallas Cowgirls... 
<coughs> I mean, uh, cowboys, join us in practice. Who's going to be the first one to go home crying to their mommy because they can't get past later? Okay. Love you. Bye. Joint practices are so much fun. Like they, they really are. Because it's like, you see what, we, what we're watching right now is great. It's head to head. It's them. They're going to get used to playing with each other. Right. And then we're going to get to see the iron sharpened off of each other against these other guys in this practice form yeah. where it's one-on-one. -on -one. You get to look at them. You're not distracted by the all the other stuff going on in the field. You get one-on-one. -on -one. And I think, you know, is it Micah? He's just not going to have a shot at getting back there. I just don't think he's going to get past uh, <laughs> Mr. Slater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who do they have on the defense? Randy Gregory and... Um... So Demarcus Parsons, Lawrence, Demarcus Lawrence, and who's, Dante Fowler. Who's the linebacker they have? I'm trying to remember now. He's a Boise Michael State Parsons. guy. Michael Not Michael Parsons. Oh, Leighton Vander, Leighton Vanderish. Vanderish. Yeah, Vanderish, that's what I'm trying yeah. to think of. Yeah. Um, it'll be good. Like that was one of the big first tests that he had. Remember, I remember. Um, we were we were at that game besides the Washington we game. Yeah, he. Um, but yeah, he that I mean that was when Micah Parsons was just blowing up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, not ex no one was expecting him to be an edge rusher, and he came out and just kind of tore up the league. So really caught us. It'll off be nice guard, to yeah. see to see a little bit of revenge for Slater. Like, I mean, now the experience that he has compared to when they he played them last, it'll be it'll be fun to see how he stacks up. Absolutely. So a free thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Dukes two seven two seven, who asked the question. Sup, you crazy motherfuckers! Bolt up. Hope everyone is having a great week. Okay. I was at day four training camp, man. Oh man, was it packed. Charger fans everywhere. Bolt family came out and showed so much love. Uh, one question. What's been one thing that has stood out to you guys from the training camps up until now? Thanks uh, for everyone. You guys do keep the content coming. Much love and respect. And fuck the Raiders donkeys and bitch ass chiefs. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Okay. Copy. All right. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for saying thank you. We yeah, appreciate it. Thank you it. for the kind words. We always appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, really appreciate it, brother. Um, and as far as something that has stood out from training camp, doesn't have to necessarily be a player. Kyle probably can answer this better than I can. I've only seen what video they've released. Um, I, I loved what stood out was how, for me, how from what I've seen, what's been given to me by the Chargers and random people that post this stuff. Get to it. it. It's, it's, it's a long walk, okay? Just sit down. Sit down for a second. There's a lot of um, No, it's, it's Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa and they're working together and and just yeah. just getting better, you know, showing each other stuff. Like that, that was some of the cooler things, at least for me, is seeing a, two guys that are at the top of their game still getting better and helping each other get better like that. I really took that away from some of the, some yeah, of the shots cool. I saw online. Big time. Yeah. Um, this isn't from when I was at camp. Cause like I mentioned in last week's episode, I didn't really see a whole lot because right. I was just standing there sweating by the fence <laughs> and they were a hundred yards away on the other field. Um, but the fact that Isaiah Spiller is getting reps with a with Pretty number one offense promising. and no other running backs are, yeah, um, that's a big storyline to right off the bat have that kind of trust. And I think they're just throwing him in the fire, see how he does. Right. Um, so that that's that's to me is a, a huge storyline. How Josh Kelly, uh, Larry Rouch, how they re respond to that because they've basically been. They've been giving the Dr. Evil mini-me slide down the bench <laughs> yeah. pretty hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty heavy treatment. Yeah, we saw today that uh, Justin Jackson uh, is going to be signing with the Detroit Lions, so he's not part of the conversation anymore. It's just those four guys and to see which one of those guys. Austin Eckler was talking about Joshua Kelly a little bit as far as getting getting some looks from him. But, I mean, the thing that stands out to me, and I mean, this might be a compound answer, but it's it's the fans. It's seeing the fans show up, the interaction they're having with the with the players, with media. Um, and really making it, letting our team know that, man, we, we're here, we support you. And the narrative of the no fans is just, it's done. It's gone. Put it to bed, take it over to Washington. That's their thing. Now they're the yeah, ones that have no fans. All, that's all theirs. <laughs> and, yeah. and did you oh. see diehard bowl club got, um, coach Staley, his shirt, same shirt. Yeah. Yes. I saw that. Yes. Rocking it. So hopefully we see that on the practice field. So there you day. go. You and Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco now share the same wardrobe. We all do. We all have the same shirts as so those proud. guys. It's pretty so awesome. Proud. Um, all right. Dukes 2727. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to JTEX33. Who asks the question? In an interview with Tom Telesco, Tom was asked about the defensive overhaul that took uh, place this offseason. One word he mentioned was upgrades. Given that there is a general consensus that iron sharpens iron, who do you think uh, that Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton will benefit from practicing with some of the best edge defenders in the NFL? Uh, the obvious answer is yes, uh, but will, all, will it also impede the offense from being productive in practice if Khalil Bosa are too much for Pip and Storm? Or will everyone involved benefit? Okay, that was a question for Coach. All right, that was just for Coach. Kevin, this is for you. Chris <laughs> Harry and Mad Money Smith talked about Tom Telesco's time with the Colts and how failure to build around Andrew Luck resulted in a short-lived NFL career. One of the best college prospects in NFL history retired at 29. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Telesco has, in his tenure with the Chargers, drafted a plethora of O-linemen, but uh, more so in the last two seasons. In Slater's Zion, uh, adding Filer, O'Day, and making Lindsley the highest paid center in the NFL, how big of an eye-opener was seeing Herbert's massive success in his first two years in the NFL to Telesco? He has clearly put a giant emphasis on protecting the future of his franchise. Do you think he will continue to do so in the upcoming drafts, or do you think our guys uh, right now are enough? Okay, that was just for Kevin. A uh, Wooldog, this uh, this is a more personal question pertaining to your relationship uh, to the guys. How have you managed to keep such a strong friendship with the two of them being hundreds of miles apart while you were living in Idaho? Hindsight being the podcast, but is there more to it than that? Is it the love of the Chargers or was it something stronger than that that strengthened your brother-like relationship with Kevin and Kyle? Now, a fun question for the three of you. I know I'm asking lots of questions. It's uh, it's what I do. I talk a lot. If the Chargers had an open spot for a water boy and you three were the only candidates allowed to apply, would you apply for the position? How would you be a better water boy than the other two? You would take on the salary that comes along with it and have to move to Los Angeles when needed. Thank you for taking the time and answering my questions, and thank you for being a part of my mornings every Tuesday and Friday. Oh, and a huge f*** you to the Raiders. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> huge. Huge. <laughs> 
That was my attempt at a Donald Trump impersonation. I know there hey. are better ones out there. It was good. It was solid. It's fine. It's fine. It was good. It was we good. made it's it. Fine. <laughs> it's done. All right. Well, JTEX33, my goodness. You, These you are good. These are great. These are great questions, and the, there's a lot to go off. So, Coach, let's start with you. Yeah. So, as far as the question regarding um, iron sharpening iron, will it be good for Trey and Storm to go up against the monsters that are Joey Bosa and Cleo yeah. Mack? Yeah. I mean, they put things in practice. <laughs> They put things in place that they don't, they won't just ruin practice because Trey and Storm are having a hard time. And I, I think we're like, we're like seeing Trey Pipkins and Storm Norman as just like pieces of paper that Khalil and Joey are just going to walk right through. It's like, like at, at, at after halftime when the cheerleaders hold the paper and you yeah, run, through run through it, through it's it, like, yeah. go Chargers. Like that's Trey Pipkins for some reason. It's not like they're just going to be like falling over and picked up and put on Justin Herbert. Right. Um, but there, it, the only thing it will do is help Storm Norton and Trey Pipkins. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not as if Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa aren't going to be like, hey, why are you keep doing this? Like, you're doing the same thing. I know you're going to do it. And that's why I keep beating you. They are teammates at the end of the day. Um, they're on Joey and Khalil are going to get better if they get better. So um, I think it it's only a net positive. Um, now, if they really can't do anything to stop them, you need to know that right now. Of course. Because yeah. there are pass rushers in the NFL that are just as good as Joey and Cleo. We're going to face Nick Bosa this year. We, ha- we have uh, Bradley Chubb and the Broncos. Like, we have a lot of great pass rushers we face every single week. All right. So if they're really that bad, we need to know. And so this will be an awesome opportunity to highlight that. We can fix play calling. We can give them help, do what we need to do to be able to fix it. There you go. All right, Kevin, your question. So I think the big difference is like he's we saw, you know, Tom Telesco saw the first season when he had when Justin had a very mediocre to below, like actually sorry, very below average offensive line, he was still able to win rookie of the year. So as soon as you see that, you're like, okay, I have to fix this. He started going from what he used to do was drafting prospect offensive linemen in the third through seventh round. He cut that shit out real quick and he went to the first round and he went first round, first round, first round. And it's just yeah. been nonstop since there. I don't think we stopped because I don't think we have the best offensive line we could have. We're very close, yeah. but I still think you, you still invest in protecting the single biggest and most important part of this team, which is Justin Herbert. Right. And like Kyle said earlier, it's all in the trenches. You build that up and that's in place for three to five years. Who knows what you can do? Some of the other aspects are going to improve as well. So I love that he's changed his philosophy and has gone all in on offensive linemen in the first round because that's where you find the the best guys. So I'm, I'm glad they're doing that. And I think it's only going to continue. Big time. Um, <clears throat> as far as uh, the relationship with the guys, I mean, Kevin, I've known since high school. Um, junior year was when we really started to click and we've we've just been best buds ever since. Since 2022 um, years. That's right. Twenty Going on 22 years. Admittedly, Kyle, I mean, we didn't necessarily have a relationship. I can recall. Just work- a little brother. Yeah. I mean, I remember working with Kevin and filming you in, in high school football and, and going yeah. to Nevada to, to cheer you on. But outside of that, you know, we never really built a relationship. So I yeah. think the podcast has obviously strengthened that to a, a, a big yeah. ton. So as far as um, keeping it strong, I mean, obviously it's the podcast. Like we, the podcast basically forces us to check in on each other every yeah. week and see, hey, how you doing? Every how day tired are you today? Text. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And I love it. It's, it's, it really, I mean, honestly, folks out there, if you've got people that you're like, man, I wish I had a better relationship with this person, start, start a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> Just, honestly, <laughs> it's the move. So uh, find something you have in common, start a podcast and you will, you will absolutely build that relationship. Um, all right. Now the last question, uh, if we had an, if the Chargers had an open spot for a water boy, and we are the we are the three candidates. I'll do it. I volunteer as tribute. Uh, my my you wife's not going to be family. happy. Leave your family. Leave I would your say career. About ninety percent of my salary will disappear. Ninety five percent of my salary that right. I make per year will disappear. Uh huh. But you know, sometimes you just gotta just do it. You know what I mean? And say sorry, honey. We'll figure it out. Um, Sorry, I'll pl- kids. Hey, I'll we'll tell you one thing: <laughs> you will stay hydrated because Dad's gonna bring home tons of water. Okay, You'll water be boy, fine. NFL water boy, average salary is fifty three thousand dollars a year. Shut up. Okay, well, not ninety five percent. Actually, that's a decent amount of money, dude. Like, you well, can live off of fifty three thousand. But you got to live in Los Angeles, or at least that's close still enough. the. I don't know. I, I, I volunteer. I'm gonna do it. If it's offered to me, I'm doing it. Oh, I, yeah, are you kidding I'll, me? I'm I'm knocking you over to take the job. I'm like, you yeah, already I have think, a job I, and a I vote family. Adam. Yeah, yeah. Get out of my way. I vote Adam becomes water boy. Yeah. I think he would be a great water boy. Kevin would just try to like chum it up and talk to everyone the whole time. Hundred percent. Get autographs. <laughs> I'd probably and, get fired in like the first couple of days when I start yeah, asking for details of where everyone's hanging out after practice. Yeah. For sure. And just go full, just like stand by Justin and be his like personal water boy the whole time. Well, You're my just, ultimate like, goal would go from water boy. To chauffeur, yeah, see, bodyguard, you bigger. I, 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 I move, my, I move yeah. up. Yeah, yeah you've yeah. got bigger things. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind being a water boy for the next thirty years. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I know. See, I and I believe that. I, that's why I, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just see me out there with the Gatorade bottle, holding like, who wants a squirt? Who wants a squirt? So good. You're yeah. gonna work okay, on your boom, long shots you about your ten You're yard so water supportive. fire. You're just ready to support anyone. I'm there to help. Yeah. Keep it together. All right, JTEX33, thank you for asking all the questions. Thank you. Uh, Let's move it on now to CD, who asked the question. Which Charger player departure hurts each of you the most? This year? Because I would say Phil was the hardest for me. I was going to say, yeah, there's not a mention of year. And I mean, it's got to be Phil, right? Phil slash LT. When LT went to the Jets, I was like, pretty crestfallen that yeah. he went to the Jets. So I would say I would say Phil to start because I didn't know we were just wasn't ready for that yet. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. We weren't ready. <laughs> we weren't I ready. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> and and yeah, the, the loss of LT was definitely big, but I don't know. The Phil one just seemed to hurt more because that's your leader. That's that's your big daddy yeah. right there. Then it was it worked out. Timing was perfect because then yes. We were in the right situation to have a quarterback for another 15 years. So, yes, it was that time, but it was still hard. It was still heartbreaking. So hard. So, did you not, you're not missing anyone that left this last year? I don't know who left last year. We have so many good guys on this team right now. Brian, no, I, mean, I can like, give you a list Balaga, Limbaugh, Joseph, Chris Harris, Jared Cook, Odeabushi, Ryan Smith, Sinio Kelamete. You don't miss at all. <laughs> I'd say Oday because he was Oday probably. O- if you give yeah, me, I'd say like Oday. But I feel like we dramatically improved from oh my each God. of those players so yeah. much, so much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, Kaiser um, Matt over ten because he came on the podcast. Yeah, Matt was Matt over ten. Cool guy. That yeah, one hurt. I miss. I miss even Matt. Ryan Smith when we when we had him on the podcast. That was pretty yeah, awesome too. Yeah, um, he just didn't really. He was hurt all year and didn't. Really yeah. 
So, all right. Well, there you go, CD. Thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Benjamin Sanchez. Certified fresh. No, because this has been jamming your mom. Oh, this has (laughs) been jamming your mom. (laughs) (laughs) So he's fresh, but he's not certified because that is a fresh name. That's right. (laughs) Been jamming your mom is back. Who asked the question? Thank you. Been jamming your mom. (laughs) If Adams couldn't win a Super Bowl with an MVP, better backfield, better line, and a better defense. Why do the Raiders think having a worse line, worse defense, worse QB makes them Super Bowl contenders? I don't get it. Make it make sense. Been They're jamming delusional. your mom asking the big questions. I love this. I love your fucking name, dude. I missed you. I missed you from your debut. Fact. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean... I there's Obviously, no answer. I don't know. This there, is a great way to put it. I'm going to copy an, and paste this. Yeah. Anytime a Raider fan chirps at me about Adams, I'm just going to copy and paste this and send. And I'll tag you, pajamming your mom, every time <laughs> I send this to somebody. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Every fan of their team is going to be like, this is our year, or at least like have some kind of glimmer of hope that this could be their year. But yeah, the ones that are chirping that are like, no, man, we're, we're, it's, you know, Raiders number one in the AFC West. It's like, no way, dude. Like, not even people have him as like the people, a lot of people have him as the fourth best team in the AFC West. Yeah. All the, all the, all the smart people have him as the the best pundits. (laughs) Yeah. Those that have him in the first, it's like, you're insane. You are out of your mind if you think that's the case. What are we looking at? We talked about this before. What on paper are you yeah, seeing that we're I not seeing? Answer, I no. have no answer for that question. No, you can't You can't argue with a drunk person. So, Benjamin Sanchez, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> you can try. So all of the Raider fans. I mean, all the Raider fans can't argue with them. Can't, can't argue with them. No, it's just, can't there's no stupid. point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, stupid. Benjamin, your mom, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Bollywood you did Herbert. That just for, you did that uh, just for Kevin. I know. I love hearing Kevin's laugh. That's my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Uh, he's about to die. Uh, I know. Let's move it really on. Red. Moving on to Bollywood Herbert, who asked the question. You rubbed the magic surfboard, and it granted you the ability to guarantee any player on the team would have an all-pro caliber season. Who is the player on the Chargers you would choose? Trey Pipkins. Trey Pipkins or Storm Norton. 100%. Either one of them. You just go right to the weakest link because there's pretty much every position we could have an all-pro other than that right tackle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just the weakest link. So let's improve that right away, and then we're good to go. Then we're we're off to the races. Yeah. We're a water boy and fix that by just hiring Adam. That's what you do. Yeah. Duh. All pro. It's all there. It's all right there. there. It's all, all there. there. <laughs> um, all right. Short and sweet. Bollywood Herbert, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gruder McBolt. Gruder. Who asked the question? OMG. I can't <laughs> like even begin to tell you how excited I am. Football is totally back. Sunday <laughs> is like totally meant for football and the ball. Duh. Anyways. My question is, how would you guys build the perfect football player using attributes from current Chargers only? Also, did you guys see Pat McAfee and the boys gush over how many fans attended camp? Okay, I'm like totally out. Bolt up fam and like 
Fuck the Raiders and their fans, especially my lame cousin Becky, bitch. <laughs> Can't love you, bye, bitches. Mwah. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> bitch. You bitch. <laughs> Becky McBolt. Becky McBitch is more like it. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> Crude Earth. Um, awesome question. Okay, so we're like building a Frankenstein charger player. Is it basically. Jamal? Is it like, what's our what's our the freak? Jamal Davis? Jamal Davis's yeah. legs all day. He, okay, we, we'll, let's just give him the give legs. Give him the legs. Yeah, I like well, that. What are we building? Just like a a specific position, or just a football <sighs> player? The ultimate the football perfect player. football player. So okay. any player that goes down, this guy can come in and Justin Herbert, amazing at that. position. Justin Herbert's arm and hair. Arm. And hair. Yeah, the hair is a good good touch. Yeah. I so like that. So legs of Jamal, yeah. arm Justin, hair Justin. <laughs> but his left arm is Zion Johnson. Yeah. Left arm is Zion Johnson, Justin, right arm of Justin. That stiff arm would yeah. be deadly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? Um, um, what else do we got? Who's got the big chest? Speed, like, we're talking like speed. Can we add sure, those? Go ahead. We'll throw, we'll throw those like out body there. parts. Yeah, let's, we're having fun. Do it. Braden Fajoko's chest. This oh, is this is awesome. This is monster. getting so yeah, big yeah, yeah. and strong. <laughs> but it's fast. not super fast. Like Jamal Davis is fast, but he's not like four too fast. Right, we don't need right. four too fast when you got legs like that. No one's gonna ta- no one's gonna tackle you. It's impossible. It's impossible. But maybe eleven guys could. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Okay. So well, then I think we're done. We just did it. <laughs> All right. What about head? Yeah, we didn't figure out the head. I could go with Justin Herbert's head. He's a smart guy and he's pretty funny. <laughs> just all of Justin Herbert's Basically, head. Basically, Justin Herbert's Justin head, head, hair, arm, right arm, right. Zion Johnson's left arm, Braden Hoko's torso, Jamal's legs. Crazy. <laughs> Somebody draws a picture of what that yeah. could look like. Please, Please. artist renderings. With, we'll put <laughs> that on a t shirt. Yeah. Athleticism. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. And leadership. Put, okay. Sure. Put that, we it. will put that on a t shirt and send one just to you. And make it available on our website. <laughs> and his celebration is Joey Bosa's teabag. Yeah. He, oh, there this, you go. This, this person is teabagging with this configuration. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. It's alive. <laughs> Gritter McBolt. Good thank question, you dude. For asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with another chapter from Senior Snappy. The Wooldog story continues. Last we left. I was about to shit my pants, <laughs> looking for a door. I couldn't figure out which way to go. I picked the door. What you happens right next? Into the boss's quarters. Yeah, right into the the head honcho's quarters. What will happen? Let's find out. Desperate for relief, Wooldog, you extend your hand to Eldon's chamber door. Bursting through, you are greeted with blinding light. Figures in glowing white sif- swiftly approach. The noise. The strange smells. What did you get yourself into now? Your eyes adjust. In the figures, they brandish enormous sharp knives. Wolpero, mi amigo. Who's there? Uh, Chef Luisa? Why are you wearing my cucina just right now? I need a toilet. Help? <laughs> you made a big mistake eating a frijoles and machos. That's uh, my brother. Uh, here, uh, try this uh, instead. Uh. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that an exit over there? 
no, senor. Do not go in there. Ah, but it was too late. Such a man could not stop you from your quest. But in this room, so many people, beautifully attired, dancing to a soft, sweet melody. Hey, Wupero, come here, bro. <laughs> I want to shake your hand. I love your work in the extendables. Do that voice for me, Holmes. Gracias, gracias. Uh, Donde es los, los baños? No, dude, that's not it. OMG, is that the wolf dog? Come here and entertain my ladies. But you're in a spicy pickle now, Wooldog. Come this way. It's you, Ricardo. It's like I've heard you in my head for weeks. I observed your journeys with great interest, Wooldog, and now there's someone you should meet. So you completed your read? <laughs> What's that? The Don is carrying something in his arms. It's Wooldog Jr. Wooldog Jr. This innocent creature belongs to you? <laughs> Listen, Senior Don, I need my dog back. And I need to take a shit. <laughs> Whatever order. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Senior Dog. You're not done just yet. Come, henchman. Take the animal away. Don't take my dog, man. What now, Wooldog? Will you struggle for Wooldog Jr. knowing it might cost your, and even his, life? Discretion being the better part of valor, will you seek relief from Montezuma's curse? You can't just soil yourself. This is a nice place, and everyone can see you. I need to take Wait. a shit! <laughs> This is now two whole chapters with you having to go to the bathroom. I know, this is a and long no time. I mean, yeah. I, I've weeks. got a strong butthole, but I don't know if it's quite this Four strong. weeks. I, think we're, I feel like we're getting these once a month. I feel like each month we're getting a yeah, new... We're getting a new chapter. At the end of this, we got to put all of this together in one giant <laughs> in thing. one giant Snappy. thing. Snappy, please let him go to the bathroom. Oh my god, Snappy. I am like anxious the whole time you're yeah. reading. Like, is he gonna find a bathroom? Poor What's god. I mean, at this point though, if uh, I mean at, at this point, if a uh, if a pet of mine is being endangered in any way, shape, or form, dignity goes out the window. You I'm probably pants. gonna shit my pants. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> uh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> so. Will I struggle for Wooldog Jr. knowing it might cost you and even his life? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I would, I don't think I would like. It seems like this sweet gentleman, German man, <laughs> is taking good care of the dog. Right. It doesn't, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, know. So he like, was like, maybe you go it's a lot of talk, your job and you'll no get... walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Do you trust him is the question. I don't know that I do. I was just in a room where like in the last chapter it was like I ended up in a room and everybody left me and I had to take a shit and but there was nobody around to help me and it was all kind of creepy hey, and weird. Think outside the box. You could use your shit as a weapon. Oh, there you go. Think a mon monkeys do it. Shit. Monkeys yeah. do it. You could either <laughs> use it on somebody or you could go like crazy and everyone gets scared of you and they just give you, you your dog back. Heart, just your poop. Yeah. <sighs> Wood peril. <laughs> they may take my peril, but they'll never take <laughs> my freedom. <laughs> oh, um, all right, yeah, I, I've got to. I got to go for the dog. 
senior snappy. If it means I shit my pants, <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be the first You're gonna time. You're going to weaponize so. <laughs> your poop to get your dog back. <laughs> weaponize the shit. Let's see where it goes. Get the dog. Yeah, let's, let's see where it goes. You tell me, senior snappy, what happens next. So... Uh, thank you for, <laughs> thank, thank you for the you. writing and three month cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. And thank you everybody <laughs> for asking questions and ask bold fam. We're getting close to another two hour long episode. As soon as I think as soon as preseason hits, we're going to start getting in the two hour territory, but, yeah, pray uh, for us. pray for us. Yeah. Pray for us and our, and our families, families and our sleep and sanity. But, uh, thank you all for asking the questions. You do make this fun and the laughs from Kyle and Kevin really do make it <laughs> that much more enjoyable for me. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? I want Derwin, this. sign the contract. Just get Derwin, it in. Derwin, please. Please. Ink that bad boy. Do it. Do you think when it happens, is he is there going to be news or is he just going to come off the bus with pads on? I don't it's think like, it will. Yeah, I oh, think that's, the, that's, the, the, that's the move. It's like a Groundhog Day situation when you see Derwin with the pads and you know. Show, yeah. don't tell. There you go. We'll see if that's what happens, but that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Folks, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. K, love you, bye. K, love you, bye. K, love you, bye. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsors. You've had a long and stressful day. You didn't get that job promotion. Your car got a flat tire. And the slushy machine is broken at Taco Bell, so you can't get your Baja Blast freeze. Sometimes, you just need a hug. That's why we opened the Zion Johnson Professional Hugging Service. We know that hugs are great, and we know how important it is to give not just a good hug, but the best hug. Simply pick your desired hug level. We offer Las Vegas soft to LA hard. No matter what kind of hug you need, we've got it here at Zion Johnson's Professional Hugging Service. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.